Hi, this is Peyton with Girls Gone Right. Today we have our co-host Rachel with us and we have a special guest, Michelle. How are you guys Hello. doing today? So good. Hey. So excited to be here with Michelle. I know. I get the both of you. <laughs> I know. you. We're spoiled today. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like the first one where we've had a guest with both me and Rachel on. So nice. this is like exciting everyone and we get to do like a little girl talk i'm really excited this will be so much fun and this and this is like our fourth reschedule or something like we finally yes today today like honestly i'm like i forgot to tell rachel about this so we're planning on my part but it all works out um and we're all here so like somehow it all worked out so i'm really glad so in the u.s the u.s netherlands is playing right now but i'm like much more important (laughs) <laughs> honestly i am not a sports gal I'm I'm not doing yeah you're not I have, we're not doing well anyway oh my gosh thank gosh because i honestly like people were talking about this like world cup and like me not being a sports gal i have no idea what they're talking about and <laughs> i went to go watch a game my friends are like oh let's go watch the big game and i was like oh my gosh yeah let's let's go watch the world <laughs> cup like and we get there and they're like no this is the the pats game and i'm like well, oh. um, so yeah, there's I am, so much going on. Like I can't too many sports. Up, like, all the games. Yeah. yeah too many I'm sports. I'm not into any of it. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you a thing about sports. I'm just like not a sports scout at all. Yeah. I like my teams. I have my handful of teams that I kind of follow and outside of that, I'm not very good. So I know I am into the world cup just because my parents are like, South American and, and European. So like, yeah, it's like big in that world. Soccer but... is huge everywhere else. But here, um, soccer is like the sport. So but I literally cringe watching us play. Like, it's so Are we bad. bad. Like the US. It's, it's so bad. Like, we're yeah. not good on offense or defense or like getting to the other side of the field. It's it's cringe to me. Okay, but I feel like not I'm missing anything. That feels that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, yeah, good to know. Um, so, anywho, uh, Michelle, you have a whole project, Conservative Women of North Carolina. What made you want to start that? Yeah, so right now it's just an Instagram page, but it started in July this year. Um, and it was basically just a way for me to find the younger generation of conservatives in our state. Uh, living in Charlotte, it's, you know, difficult to meet other conservatives. But then I thought, you know, we have a red state, our state's Republican, um, but you just need to find them um, in order to meet them. And there's a lot of federations and organizations that target maybe an older, you know, generation. Um, And I didn't really, I couldn't find anything for people in their 20s or 30s. Um, I know we have the MEC uh, YRs, um but i kind of was looking for something more social like just more just a little different um for and sure so i saw i saw a gap and a lack there uh, so i went ahead and just started an instagram page and i also thought we needed a space for us to express ourselves like express like things that we're interested in like you know have a voice um especially when you feel like you're uh, constantly being shadow banned and censored and you know, you can't really get the message yes. out. So it's our space. I'm very protective of it too, with who's following it and, you know, people's comments and stuff. But we really don't get any, we really don't get a lot of negative comments and backlash. Like it's, it's all positive. It's all encouraging and it's a positive space for people to kind of just share and connect with each other. 
I love that. I love that. So what is your overall like mission? Do you have like an end goal or do you foresee a bigger vision for, for this? I do. I I think that's the exciting thing about this is that I really do feel like it's something that God, you know, laid on my heart. um, And he's kind of just guiding me like it's nothing that I'm forcing when it comes to posting content or when it comes to the vision I have for it. It's it's something that I let God speak to me. Um, But I think the main thing besides having giving us a space to uh, express ourselves and to connect with each other and find each other. Um, and especially to have that, a presence on Instagram, the, the biggest thing that has been on my mind the last couple months, especially with the, the election that went on and everything was, you know, focusing it more on serving our community. So helping North Carolina families, um, that's been the biggest thing for me. And I think that was an awakening during the election that, um, we had was, I was putting a lot of effort into the campaign and you know, trying to meet local politicians and help them. But then at the end of the day, you know, they'll go off to Washington and we're left to deal with real life. And so I think when it comes to helping our community, um, I think about, you know, children, disadvantaged children. I think about North Carolina farmers. I think about veterans in our state. Um, You know, there's sex trafficking uh victim organizations there's so there's so much we can do to help the people of north carolina and i can definitely think of a million ways that we can you know reconnect because we're so divided yes and through like a positive way yes with like a in a positive way too i mean i love that you mentioned some of those points because you know, making the lives better for the people who live in your state. I think that's just such a positive way to also realign your priorities. I think it's so easy to sit in the negative sometimes, especially just being inundated with so much around you and just focusing on the positive and things that you can actually do to make someone's life better. That's so much more rewarding thinking about someone else. So I love that. And if you think about it, there's so many Instagram accounts that focus on news just yeah. like, you know, political commenting and, and things like that, which I could easily do, but I have, I've chose to instead focus it on us. So highlighting women, conservative women in our state is really important. I love that. And the girls love that. They, they yeah. love that. They're like, they love seeing and hearing more uh, from us. I feel like it's we're normal people. (laughs) We're normal people. We have the same interests as so many other people. It's just I think we're mislabeled a lot of the time. So talking about your life and your faith and just kind of being who you are in that authentic space, I think it's important to have. Yeah. And with commenting, I feel like it's it's so hard because there is a fine line of like we're trying to make the world a better place, but we also can acknowledge that there's a lot of toxic culture so like you have to be able to see it but also it's like like on the same note you also have to shed light on the good things to make that grow like you can't just be always focusing on the toxic culture like what is this what is this party doing what is like it is so easy to just like shed light on like all the bad things and like not be growing the good things so i think that's really important it's important to have the niche that focuses on the good and how we can make the good things grow And I think if you, if you focus on, so I love social, I love Instagram. I'm addicted to my phone. (laughs) I'm like, I I manage like multiple Instagram brands. 
But if you look at it, because a lot of people are like drained by social media, but if you can use it as a tool to, if you see it as a platform to be able to share your faith and share light and share your opinions, like, sure, you can share your opinions and all of of it, but if you can share it, if you use it as a way to connect with people like it originally was meant for yeah, and to share your faith, it actually becomes something very positive and not toxic at all. So I agree. Um, I'm also addicted to Instagram a little bit more than I care to admit, but <laughs> yeah, um, yes, I agree with that. Screen time is up like a thousand percent. Screen time. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, but also like like you said, like if you use it in a positive way, like I don't use Instagram to look at other girls and compare myself. Like I know a lot of people struggle with that and they're like, oh, it's a comparison game. And like, who's better? Who looks this way? Like, what is this person buying? What does their life look like? It's better than everyone else's. But like when I use Instagram, like I don't share just like my highlights. Like I try to, like I intentionally also share like the pits of my life and like things that don't go so well. Like, okay, like what is like my actual like my actual life like I don't want to make it look unrealistic so like when I use Instagram like I will share my stories that are like wow that is like very real and like my breakups like I get really personal on Instagram and I just feel like it's a way because like people see that and like I love like I make so many friends that way like going through a breakup I did share it on social media which like I know it's a lot of people are like oh it's so personal like it's so hard to do that but like I want people to see my life and like I've made a lot of friends that way like by posting about it people have like said like I'm going through the same thing like it's so hard it's like to be able to use Instagram but but also just like make it personal and share like your life story I feel like that's like when it feels like a good place to be what when it what doesn't feel good is like when people are like oh, this is my absolute perfect life and you'll never have anything like this. It's so hard I'm because sad. I, do, <laughs> I do think that we, like to be completely honest, I think we all go to Instagram to escape life. Like we want to go on there yes. and see pretty things and we yeah. want to see, like I'm okay with filters as long as you don't completely change your face. But like, I, agree I think with we that. go there. I think that's so damaging. look at things. I mean, we're escaping reality. We're going there to escape reality in some sense. Maybe subconsciously, I don't know. But if you can use it in a positive way, go ahead. I wholeheartedly agree. No, I use, I mean, I put all of my stuff on Instagram. So I make reels like nobody's business. Real queen. But I like having the recaps of just like different moments in my life, like little blips. And that I can go back and just kind of have. And they're, they're memory reels. That's what they are to me. So It's a yeah. creative thing. It is. It is. And it's just I, happy and light. And I follow all of these adorable accounts. My dog, for example, I, yeah. I, he has his own Instagram because he's a, he's a king. Um, but yeah, I just use it as a light space. And I agree that people use it to escape reality. Like when I have a hard day, I'm going to go watch the good moments real quick. Not dwell on the bad ones for sure. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm just hanging out, like talking to my friends all day, like friends that I have from all over the world. I can talk to them. They so reply true. to my stories and I just feel like I'm talking to them all day. It's it's fun. And I started Tilted Crown for that reason. I don't know if you know about Tilted yeah. Crown, but it's it was a way for me to share news in a fun way, targeting the younger generation and also memes of Charlotte. And it was just like a creative outlet. It's it's. So you can make it fun. It doesn't have to be, you know, draining and yeah. Just I a I absolutely game. love that. I think it's like super interesting, like how people view social media. Like, what do you go to social media for? Because like like mm. you said, people are you're trying to escape reality or like you have something that you're looking for, so you're just scrolling. So it's very interesting to see how 
people contribute to that platform. Mm, yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like Rachel said, like I love that like it encapsulates it like it has like your whole life. It just encapsulates it all. And like you can look back and be like, oh my gosh, like this is where I was like two years ago in life. And like it's just kind of like I don't know, we don't have photo albums. Like I uh, I feel I like I should, album. but I don't have yeah. photo albums. Like maybe, maybe one day uh if I could go to like put them yes. off and make a photo book, I should. But like it's we, not gonna happen. This is yeah. our digital photo album. Yes. This is a modern day and like photo album. you think about like Agreed. your family and like I go home and like they have all these photo books and like I don't have that for myself. So like I feel like Instagram is just like that. Like parents it would is. do that all yeah. the time. Album. That's yeah, it's it like yeah. it's like a living, breathing photo album of all your moments. But I feel like it's so much, almost better. Like I love the classic going home and like looking at old pictures and like everything like that. But like it's also like a little bit better because it's like so the reels, cool. you can yeah, get the reels are breathing, it, and you yeah. can like associate different. I mean, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Every time she releases yeah. an album, I know, I know she's. I know she's hard to to appreciate in certain lights, but I do like. I don't music. honestly. Can we t- we need to talk about this because I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't think she's a good singer. I'm a, a I'm a Swifty, so like I I know that me me and Rachel are Swifty. So, but I honestly this like is good. I, we have some debate I, here. Yeah, we have a different opinions, but here, like to me, when I see an artist or like a celebrity, like. I can not like what they do personally and like, or maybe I don't support their value. Like Taylor Swift, like obviously we are very, have very different, we see the world in different ways, but I will say when she puts out an album, I do think she's incredibly talented. Like she can write music so well. She can sing so well. She like knows how to market her albums. What she doesn't know is morals and values, but she, what she should do is sing and make music, not talk about morals and values. Maybe so, if like, she stayed in country, she would have. Yes. Yeah. So, but like, to me. But I do, I do like her music, I think. Yes. But yeah. for me, too, I have different periods of my life that I, like, know when they were because of a, because of a stupid Taylor Swift album. I really do. I know. Oh, yeah. I remember, like, being in high school, driving in the car with my friends, yeah. and just All having, too like, well. this one album playing, and then just yeah. different seasons of, like, college or whatever. That makes sense. Um, but it's just an interesting, all that to say, music was a good place marker for just, you know, Instagram. It's, like, now that you can That's add so all of this music and put your stories on, it's just fun to go back and reflect on. Um, it is because like also I feel like as you get like older like time like I don't know like I feel like I am just so busy all of the time and like I don't like I feel like it's hard to like reflect back on certain moments that like were amazing and like you're like that was such a good moment but like life gets so busy it just like gets buried and buried in it so like you just kind of like you almost forget like you're like yeah I know we we did that this summer but like uh, I honestly just can't remember like I don't my memory is not that great because I'm always like (laughs) Yeah, I'm always like onto the next. Like, I don't take a second to like reflect and be like, wow, this was just like, I feel like life moves so fast. So, like, it is beautiful to just like go back and look and be like, oh my gosh. Like, it was just something like Rachel, like going to the park and like watching the sunset. It was like not a huge, like, it wasn't something like wild, but like it was like such a core memory. And like, I like how we had wine in the park. It was adorable. Michelle, we will have have wine in the park. That is what we will do. I love your trips that you guys have. Like, I love that you guys do that together. A lot of people do that. And I need to just be invited. Me and Rachel talked this summer and it was just so funny because we're like, honestly, like, 
Rachel has a boyfriend now, but like we would just be like, we're like, we go on the cute dates together. Yeah, like any dates. Yeah, I'm like, we would like literally go on cute date nights and we're like, this could be with a guy, but I love that it's with you. (laughs) It's like we we plan our own dates. We we have our own like girl dates. It's like it's they're all aesthetic, they're all pretty, they're all exactly where we want to go, but we're with each other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it would be really cute if you were my boyfriend, but you're my friend, but so it's, it seems like I honestly am like I I love this even better. I don't have a boyfriend, but like I love that for us. It was just like really cool to like yeah. instead of just like going out and like I don't know. I feel like also people just like need to realize like how to connect again. Like as this, I think even like mm. COVID really messed us up and just like yeah, hearing like like COVID honestly created so much distance between people and like they it made people like rely on their phones more to build connection that I think people like it kind of damaged people a little bit like how do we actually connect with people face to face without our phone without like being toxic so I think that it's just like really important to like do things that are just like peaceful without technology like actually connect with people and do things that ground you because I think like a lot of people like in our culture today like we already know people just like are losing the skill to connect. So it's, it is really fun. It's important to like find a girlfriend, a friend of like a group where you can just like do things with it or memory making and not just like being like completely giving into the toxic culture. I don't know if it's because it's post COVID or if I'm not in a relationship anymore, but I feel my, I feel myself, you know, forcing myself to first of all not have zoom meetings anymore i don't have any zoom meetings for work like i just call me on the phone like we don't need to be on zoom i will never do one again probably except for like now this we're doing this but this is different um and then also forcing myself to like go out and just socialize and meet people just not just not because i want to date them or like find a new friend but just to you know, have fun and talk Social. to people and get to know them. It's and I love yeah. that. Yeah. I, so it could be really fun. Like you, I think people yeah. need to force themselves to do that more. Yeah. And figure and out I how to connect again. Yeah. I completely like feel you there. Cause like when I got out of a relationship, I was just like, wow, like that was like the person that I did absolutely everything with. And like, <laughs> it was just like the, like, it wasn't even <laughs> the fact that like, okay, I don't have a boyfriend anymore. It's just like, that was like who I cohabitated with. Yeah. And that was who I like literally did my life with. So like to yeah. not do life with you anymore, like it's just like very yeah. different and it's challenging. It's like learning it again. Yeah. You have so to like learn how life. to just like, yeah, I'm like fine with doing things by myself, <laughs> but it's just like different when you like have a whole life with someone. So like, I, I feel you there. And like when I like, what got like we broke up like I like had to really be intentional I'm like okay like I I would actually like especially moving to a new city where I didn't know anyone like I forced myself I'm like I'm not like I like prior to all of this like I was like such a homebody I'm like I would much rather be at home on a Saturday night just because like you're in a relationship I'm like I don't I don't need to go out and drink and like you know, do do all those things but like when I moved here I was like Peyton you will not it is Friday night and I'm, I don't care how tired you are like you're going you're gonna Same. go out and make you are leaving the house you're leaving the house I relate in a certain degree when I moved here I didn't know a single person and that was crazy to me that I didn't know anyone and so I had to really push myself but I'm at I'm a naturally extroverted person so it wasn't too too bad to do on my own so can you guys share kind of what I think this is what people struggle with is like where do I meet new friends and new people so what did you do besides go to the bar 
So um, um, when I moved to Nashville, like it was really, I guess like I honestly, like I moved here and I did not know a single soul. So like, I was honestly like, I have such a good friend group in Charlotte. So I was really scared. Cause I'm like, oh, like I, I'm going to be in a new, really cool city, but like, I want to go see things, but I don't have any friends. I'm like, I want to go do things, but I don't know anyone. So I did join like a, it's a new to Nashville Facebook page. And I like, I'm like, it was just like, it's such a, I guess like we're just in those times like where you do meet people online. So I just made a post and said, hi, I'm Peyton, I'm new to Nashville. Here's like the things I like to do. Does anyone have anything in common with me? And honestly, I just made so many friends that way. Like I met one friend, Ooh. I met friends of friends. Um, I just started going to like events and stuff with, with one friend and then I would meet a bunch more. Wow. I so never it's really meeting, it's meeting one person and then they meet, they introduce you to their friends and so on and so forth. I made a lot of friends through Girls Gone Right. I also would go to different – my apartment has really cute um, community events, nah, and so I'm really yes. grateful for that. And so I always went there, and I ended up meeting some of my best friends. And now, like, we're travel buddies. We go everywhere together, Same. and we have a great – we have a great time. So I love that. Um, and then I'm one. also very – I invite everyone to everything. So if if I meet you like one You're time, an includer. Yes. And I always I always try really hard, especially with people that are very obviously trying to make new friends or anything. I'm like, oh, just come. Like come and like meet some You're more girls. Yes. Yeah. It's like come meet some more girls. So anytime I host anything, um, I love a theme. I love a party. I love a yes. good time. She loves a the theme. Um, so I just like to invite everyone to that so that they can kind of mingle and get to know other people. Um, and then also, you know, not just going out, but, you know, go get coffee, go do cute things, go to the pumpkin patch, like go to an apple orchard, have aesthetic like daytime stuff too, where you can really like hear each other and catch up and get to know that person because friends are so important and you got to have them. Yeah. That's so that's another topic is um, I stopped drinking like four and a half months ago. I just right. don't want to drink anymore. That is anymore. awesome. Props to so you. So it's like, thank you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. And I, I love not drinking. Like now I just order mocktails. That's oh, awesome. Uh, I'll order like a cucumber mocktail or Ooh, um, like, that a sounds mojito, really good. like a mojito. Yeah. I liquor. feel like so many restaurants now are starting to adopt those. So you're, you're going to have to make a list of all the, the spots that have the good ones. Oh my gosh. I know, yeah. I know it's trending. I feel like I it needs to be really that everyone needs to hop on to yeah. because I like that. Cause yeah. I honestly, like, I, I'm just like, I, like I go out and like, I'm like, I don't even, I don't even want to do it, but it's just like the fact that like, yeah, you feel like you're not included or like, you're not going to have, but fun. you don't, I know, I'm, L- I know listen, I'm fun. <laughs> I don't I need anything for it. I was at a Halloween party and the, like my friends were peer pressuring me to play beer pong and yeah. I was like oh I don't drink and they literally work around me like they're like someone Aww. else will drink your beer like that's really time. important too like, and I won the game for them everyone's there so you go it's insane. <laughs> yeah well, that's but, awesome so what prompted so, you to kind of cut the like cut the ties with the alcohol and everything like what kind of what was your decision making process there yeah so so many things there's a million reasons why you should stop drinking um but most of them are just Usually it's a hangover that kind of kicks that off. Yeah. A really bad hangover. But then also it's poison for your body. And yeah. you know, there's not one single benefit under 40 from drinking alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen and, that study. <laughs> yeah. And I have, 
alcoholism in, in my family history, like going back generations. Wow. And I want to be like, I think breaking that generational cycle is really important to me. And I do think we're the generation that's starting to be more aware of kind of those generational things. Definitely. We're like, wait, we want to have a family in a, in a healthy, happy environment where we don't yell right. at each other. Breaking the generational <laughs> curses. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very, I'm very intentional about that. So I'm like, I just, I just, and I'm already lit. Like when I go out and have fun and I love yeah. dancing, like I yes. just don't oh, yes. need alcohol. Like I'm <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm happy. Like, wait, I'm like, honestly, I like, I feel like I don't I'm like I'm I feel I hope that I'm like mo overall a fun person I don't need any stimulants or like anything yeah I'm just like she like she doesn't need it like we're we're a fun time that it's like alcohol like truly like I wake up in the morning and I'm like I will literally pay a lawyer to come to my house so I can sign a contract with myself saying I will not do this to myself again and if I do it again again again, again, the one thing my the one thing my dad always told me growing up was you know if you're drinking alcohol to be fun or if you're drinking alcohol to deal with a situation yeah then you're then you might have a problem so there sure. you know the thing that i was raised with was you know it, it's cool to you know and not everyone overdoes it on on occasion but um, you know, it's supposed to be something that kind of just gently enhances, <laughs> not some, not not a coping tool or not something that you're using to um, deal or um, make yourself into something. As long as yeah. you're generally that person, and you know, it's it, you probably are okay. But yeah, I do support the non the non drinking thing. I think I'm gonna that's... have to I'm gonna give that a go because like I honestly do feel like that I like it also I just like need something to detox of like the brain fog and like just be more focused why I like hiking. too and intentional. Yes, like I need something to like bring go me to that, something like... else. Yeah. Yeah. Something so I think like that. January, like I know it's so hard. I'm like waiting top to the after the holidays because I'm going home with family and like I'm not I like I just want to enjoy that a little bit. And then after like the new year when everyone does that, I'm like I definitely will like be cutting alcohol just to like and like not forever but like I do just like at least want to do it for a month just to like see how I feel and like be more focused on other things um so that's how it started I, yeah. for me a dry January and then yeah sober October. so oh, I love that so yes I'm gonna yeah. be we can like do accountability in January after New Year's Eve because it's my first New Year's, New Year's Eve in Nashville so I'm like okay she's already and got then, it down she's gonna be your accountability partner yes, she doesn't yes. need it she's good <laughs> yes be be my know. accountability partner that's awesome I really love that for you and I like that you just decided to I really yeah. appreciate the two the generational ties just making sure that you're you're choosing something different for yourself being very intentional that way yeah, and it tied into the event thing where we're talking about like how do you find events to meet people and especially if you don't drink mm-hmm. but it's really like I can hang out with everyone like I was just in Miami like out going out, out right. in Miami and like I just that is, like it's so I, yeah I love that so much like I feel like you're like you're not because there's people that do it and they miss out on big moments or they stay home or they say no to going out with their friends because they're like well I don't drink so I'm gonna stay home because I don't want to be out with other people that you do so I love that like you're still no, no you're, you're still you're living. participating you're in still, big life I think yeah. that's great you're still yeah. living and like you're but still making memories but not in the beginning like when yeah. I first right. started, I couldn't go out I could not. I feel like that's I so. I literally much. want to go out, but I can't. I'm not strong enough yet. Yeah. And I was, I was like a binge drinker. Like I didn't, I really never really drank much, but I was yeah. more of a binge drinker. Yeah. And, right. Um, but now I feel like this past this past week when I went to Miami, that was my first time going out out like to the night 
where without alcohol and I think if you have supportive friends if you have good friends they're going to understand and they're going to of course and that's the key to it because without that it'd be very difficult yeah no doubt make it easy yeah we have friends that sometimes choose not to or sometimes they you know it's it, it doesn't matter whatever the case is if they say no I'm like oh great like I have a few things in the fridge do you want something else like I can make you basically what I'm making everyone else but with not without the without the booze in it, whatever you're feeling. Yeah. So I and think even that's when you're just... dating, like if you go on a date with a guy, yeah, and if they drink, that's okay too, as long as they're like supportive of you and they're like cool with it. For um, sure, and I think quickly. too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean that's a huge thing as well. Just kind of making sure you're dating the right person. But that's a good little segue into dating. Um, I think so. So yeah, how let's, is dating? Yeah, let's talk about your experience dating and finding nice Christian conservative men. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the two like two things you must have or must be. be um, but I was in a five year relationship. I just got out of in April this right. year, and I basically got with him when I first moved to Charlotte. So I've just been with him the entire time I've you know lived in Charlotte. And I spent the whole summer healing. Like I did not date anybody. I just spent, I focused on myself and healing the, for three months. So I was in Florida for three months. And then I just started dating. Like I'm new to the dating uh, thing. And so I'm starting to go on dates. Um, I'm on that conservative app, the date right stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, which I think has much better quality men. Like guys that don't For drink, sure. guys that are very like serious. They know what they want. Their <laughs> they know what they want. They're very forward. They yes. they are like so direct. Men. I love it. They're, <laughs> They're actually like, men. <laughs> men. Yeah. It's like night and day difference from Hinge. And I only tried Hinge for like two weeks and it was like miserable. So I was off. Yeah. Oh. It's it's tough. <laughs> I actually met I'm my boyfriend working. on Hinge, so it did work out oh, a little okay. bit. Oh, okay. but, but but I will say there was a long stretch there. There was a yeah. lot of unfortunate um, dating. Well, they weren't – I wouldn't call them unfortunate. They were just not right for me. So, um, but yeah. Mine were so unfortunate. <laughs> Mine were definitely unfortunate. I have a few unfortunate it's honestly Peyton, we have to do an entirely separate segment on that. Like that's not <laughs> that's not have. even I, oh, I don't I did like you you I, did one a little bit, but there's been oh, more. Yeah, I've had I feel like uh in Charlotte, yeah, there was some, but I came to Nashville and Nashville ripped me a new one. I'm like, oh my god, I'm scarred. How? Well, wait, how? So we have a theory about this because these guys are very used to all of these bachelorette trips that come through. Yes. And so this is this is our theory about this because the Nash the oh. Nashville consi- <laughs> the Nashville conspiracy theory is true. So Nash Vegas, these boys are very used to these girls like that are coming through just for the weekend for the bachelorette trip. And that's how they act. They act according to that, which is unfortunate. But um, yes. no, Peyton, you'll have to do an entire Nashville dating Dude, segment. I that's think that's not. Oh, yeah, that that will like that could be a probably a whole series. I will say I it's just. <laughs> yeah, that's just dating that's, someone. Um, so I actually so I was dating someone and like so 
basically like honestly such a great guy like everything i could want is is this man like if i could write down a list of everything i wanted it was him but like also i will say i just got out of like a relationship early this year that was like almost three years he cheated on me he was a narcissist and just like there was just some not great traits that like I thought that I moved on like when I was like dating I'm like you know what I'm ready to find my husband like I want to go out and like I want to meet someone and I want like a family like I thought I wanted all that but I feel like it's so easy to say that you've moved on and you've healed when you're single because like you can be like oh I'm fine I live my routine by myself I don't have to trust anyone so I'm healed like I feel like I like it's so like when you don't have to use that what it takes to love someone again like when you're just single and like you're living life by yourself it's so easy to be like I've healed from that and moved on and like I can trust it I don't have trust issues I could say that prior because I didn't have to trust anyone I'm like I don't have trust issues I'm fine and also it's because like I'm like yeah I'm single I'm not I don't have to use that I don't have to give my trust to someone but then when you start dating again it's just like then you're like oh okay ooh. This is, this is just like, maybe I'm not fully healed. So that's, that's where, yeah, that's where we're at in that. Um, so yeah, he is like, honestly, a great guy. But I was like, I think I just like need to make sure I am a hundred percent before like I taking some time take to process your life. Yes. I think that's, but yes, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, who is, who is she? Yeah. And honestly, like it was like, he is such a great guy and hopefully he's not he probably will listen to this so hello but um uh but like I think and like things ended really like we had a really good conversation and like he is like the probably like the the conversation that we had um like honestly like it just made me respect him more like honestly it was like made me want to shoot myself in the foot because I'm like I don't know why I'm like this and I'm sorry like it went so well that I'm just like dang like I will I will work on myself and I'll circle back like I so we'll see but I think that that's just
you're like, okay, you know, exactly. Like, you know, everything about me. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's just very vulnerable and it takes a lot to get there. I do think those two things are ongoing processes, like the healing. So I did spend a lot of time just bonding with my dog this summer and me just spending time with myself and like relearning who I am and then focusing on my relationship with God. That was like number one. And I fell in love with him. God showed me how much he loves me. And that in turn showed me what my worth was. And I didn't realize that I didn't really know my worth. That whole time I was with that guy, I didn't really have, I didn't see myself in the light that I do now. I just focused on him, 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 him. Yeah. And it's interesting because he didn't believe in God and he didn't want family. Yeah, I didn't want children, but I I knew these two things about him from the beginning. I mm-hmm. just never really knew myself too well. Like I knew those values were in me. I just never really were. I was never like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. And that's what I'm looking for. I was 26 right. when I met him. I'm 32 now. Um, now I'm very clear on what I want. And I can't imagine going on a date with someone before knowing exactly what you want and what yeah. you don't want. You have to be clear because if not, that relationship's going to guide you versus you know, you guiding yourself to, cause you know, what's best for yourself. You know what you want 100%. and what you'll allow and not allow. And yeah. then that, that him getting to know you, like that's an ongoing process too. Like in the beginning, you're like, oh my gosh, I want to get to know you fast. Like I want to, you know, I want to get to know everything about you to like move faster because you're excited about it. But then you realize like, it's going to take literally your whole lifetime their oh, whole for lifetime, sure. Your whole lifetime for them to get to really know you because you're you don't know changing. Yeah, the yeah. situations too. I mean, like seeing how someone handles stress or seeing how someone right. handles like you don't know the situation until you see it. So exactly. Um, yeah. So, time. but I think that's important. But I, I, I love that though. Just kind of spending time with yourself and your dog. I did a lot of that for the past couple of years, to be honest. Um, my. Peyton uh, mentioned that I had a boyfriend and he's pretty new to the scenes as, as far as, you know, just, but it took a long I time. I love that we're talking about him on a podcast. Stop. He'll listen and he'll, he'll be excited. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, no, we're protecting privacy here. <laughs> um, but um, he's great. No, but it definitely took a long time to kind of decide, you know, I was very accused of being too picky. And, you know, you're to this or you're to this, Rachel, you're not mm. going to find all this in this one person. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll see about that. Because yep. you're like, oh, yeah. Talk about that. I was in talk a, about that topic. Yes, because I was in a place where I was starting to doubt. I was like, Rachel, I think that maybe you are a little too picky, <laughs> but you're not too picky. And I think I got to a place where I would have much rather be a crazy dog lady on my own than with someone who didn't really have the same values as me. So um, but it worked out and I ended up meeting this guy who checked like every single logistical box. Like that's crazy. Um, and so now he gets to, you know, come eat my family, which is wild, but, <laughs> um, but I yeah, love this. So... <laughs> Stop You're making me uncomfortable, <laughs> but he's great. I think that's an, so... Those are the two things that we need to talk about. Like the the number one is the self-worth thing because I've been I like, yeah. even through our page the conservative page I have a lot of girls that share that with me or girls that I meet in like life group at church like I keep hearing the same message over and over again the last month and I think it's something that 
no one really talks about, but it's the self-worth thing, you know, girls that they've been single for a while and then the devil creeps in on their thoughts and their hearts and tells and convinces them that they'll never find somebody good and great. And then, then society starts to tell them their friends and their family starts to tell them that they, they are too picky and they need to just not have their high standards anymore that it's time to lower their standards and i think that's such a lie i've never if anyone ever told me that i mean i'm not talking about like yeah there are girls out there that are like impossible like they have a whole list they have a, like i don't know if you've ever seen indian matchmaker on netflix but like their list no. is like ongoing ongoing that's crazy never ends that's yeah, sure like, there's a realistic. difference no yeah but there's yeah. a difference between like your core values and then your and also right. just kind of your preferences and things like that and just finding someone who like clicks with right. your interests and things like that whose weird matches your right. weird I think you know but then just being completely crazy self worth yeah. though matters yes but you need to be attracted to them too yes. because that's another thing is like yeah. I feel like people tell like even my own mother will be like well you know attraction grows like it can grow and I'm like mm. but like you, you can know, only do don't so find much this person attractive yeah. Like and I that's just, really hard. It matters. It <laughs> yeah. does it matter. Matters. You yeah. have to there you know there's just there's check boxes and you want to you you got to have them checked and I don't know I was starting to really doubt but then he came through the work <laughs> the work that I had put in for the you know the previous it was interesting the timing, right? Cuz I was really like Rach Oh my gosh, I think you're I think you're losing it a little bit. Like <laughs> I think you're I think you're a little bit too unrealistic here. But all the work that I had done for the previous couple of years, it just seemed like I finally had kind of done enough of it to where then God was like, Okay, then now you can have this. Now now you're okay. You can have this. And it was cool the timing of it because I mean, sure, yeah, definitely. I mean, I went on plenty of dates when I moved here. Um, but you know, I would go on spurts where I was more interested in dating. And then sometimes I would just be like, okay, I have to take a break. You guys are exhausting. Um, because going on first dates is a lot of just having the same conversation over and over again. Um, you know, who you are, what you're interested in, like the same, what do you do? Like, I was so tired of having that same conversation 1200 times. Yes. Especially and, with online dating, like on the apps, it's just like yeah. thing. It is. And sometimes you talk to these guys or you go out on a few dates with them and then they drop off or you drop off and it's just not a good – but also, yeah. if it's not the it's right not. fit, it's not the right fit. Um, and it is difficult. You know, I will say, like, meeting people in person sounds great, but then you don't get to see – because now we're spoiled with the the headliners, right? You can see mm-hmm. their faith. You can see their political affiliation. You know, when you meet someone in person, you actually have to ask those questions and get that information right off, whereas a, on an online site, you can see all of that right away. So – I think we get spoiled a little bit, but it's an interesting ball game. And my current boyfriend was the first one after I had like taken a long dating hiatus because I was just exhausted. And I was like, <laughs> this guy had asked me to go out. And I was like, you know what, Rage? It's been a while go. And so I went and it worked out. <laughs> so, but it, it takes – you. Thank you. But, you know, dating is definitely exhausting, all that to say. You know, it's a – facing the challenge of you know i think people that are live in big cities it's difficult for them to find other conservatives so we look outside of our state you know across 
the nation yeah. basically to meet people, but then you're faced with, wait, I can't see them in person. Like the, yeah. the chances of me seeing them in person are so slim that I'm like, for sure. Stuck. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I will say too, I do wish that more guys would be jumping on the date right stuff. I know that it's so new. I think it'll probably launch more in the future as more people start to jump on it. But yeah. Michelle, they're having a, a dating event in Nashville in February. It's uh, Galentine. Are they chose Nashville? Because it's yes. in Nashville, right? Between New York and Nashville. Yay! Yes. So if you want to make your way here for, for Galentine's Girl, Day, will. feel free to come to this event. I, there's hopefully fingers, fingers crossed. But I think that anything would be so much fun. Do you know John, McKen- like the founder? Yes, he- I do. He's great. He takes so much feedback. Like he's, he's really, he really cares about this app and getting people to match on there. And he's doing such a good job getting quality people on there. And I'm okay with being a little bit more patient, you know, getting the right people on there and growing it organically. But I I was like, we need more people locally. Like I need more people from Charlotte. Like I know we're out there in Charlotte or Nashville, but we just, we need to get more people locally. Oh, sure. It'll happen, I think, in time. It's such a new app. Um, But over time, I think people will continue to jump on it. I'm also going to start telling people that I meet at these Young Republican meetings, like, hey, can you please join this app? Thank you. Um, (laughs) I don't need it. I'm good. But someone else else. can benefit um, from it. No, I think think it'll be fun and it'll work out. But, you know... Dating is rough, though. I think that that's the general story. But when it's right, it works. And so may the odds be ever in your yeah. favor. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to need to circle back. Yeah, we're going to circle yes. back to this in a few months and like do, I guess, like a part two follow up on how our dating lives are going, especially with Rachel. And like, we'll just we'll just give we'll continue to give the people the updates, especially with Rachel. I heard that we can't leave. (laughs) Yeah, we want to hear about that, too. And once he's okay with you, you know, posting, sharing all the relationship details. Oh, gosh, no, (laughs) I will never I will never share all of the details. Well, not all of it, just just an update because now we're on a saga we can't leave everyone on a cliffhanger we have well, to give the people what they want he's fantastic but um no i <laughs> he's he's mine for for my for my personal enjoyment not not for everyone else to benefit okay so. well well michelle i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have you back on so we can do like a follow-up of like oh okay it's been three months since we talked about it where are we now? And I'm drinking again. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dating. Just kidding. I feel like a lot of people needed to hear that. So I'm really excited to get to share this. So thank you guys for all coming together because I feel like we just had like the most yes. amazing discussion that was such wrapped a good up. Girl talk episode. I really <laughs> such I, a good I'm, girl I'm talk fan. wrapped up. Yeah, this is going to be like the best gift and like why all of this wrapped up into one i'm really excited to share this and for people to hear this because i feel like it's it's so interesting like we have three people three different conservatives three different perspectives but like we all have the same values and morals so it's it's going to be really interesting so 
Thank you, Michelle, for, for doing this. I'm so glad we finally got to hop on. I feel like it's God's timing. Like we've canceled and yet here we are all, I mean, all three of us are here today. We got to have the best conversation. So I feel like it was canceled a few times, but like also like having all three of us here, I feel like that's like God, God wanted that. So God's in it's yeah. so hard to coordinate multiple schedules. It's, yeah. it's crazy. But, but we did it. The, God, devil, we did. the devil trying to keep us away from each other. No, I'm yeah, so happy. See, but- a this lot of girls great. need to hear this, I think. So I yeah. hope that girls will listen and, and know how precious they are. Yeah. For sure. Self-care. Well, guys, thank, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to Girls Gone Right. Thank you so much. <laughs>